Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Well, I have been absolutely glued to my television since about noon local time here watching the IRS whistleblower hearing. It is ongoing. We are going to be covering it as long as it is live, and then I'm going to be showing you some of the highlights, opening statements from what has transgressed in this hearing so far. But let's go right to D.C., where the hearing, IRS whistleblower hearing, into the Biden crime family is ongoing. In departmental regulations. In other words, it's oh, up to him, up to the U.S. Again. Attorney. Then, in June 30, the letter about to Trump Jordan, Jordan says, second, in my June 7th letter, I stated, quote, I have been granted well, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and pull that matter, down, guys, and let me just monitor that. I can just monitor that in a lower uh, screen or something. Like, yeah, that's great right there. Because, I mean, honestly, it's not even worth your time listening to the Democrats. So when the Democrats talk, I'll, I'll come on here and actually use your time um, wisely instead of wasting it listening to Raskin here talk about Trump, I'm sure. What's interesting about this hearing, now, you know, yesterday's broadcast was a little uh, black-pilled, you might say, and rightfully so, but it appears... It appears that the tit-for-tat Cold War D.C. is really what is going on here. And so Jack Smith and, and who knows however else or whoever else or how many others they have waiting to indict Trump on whatever charges in Georgia or New York or D.C. I mean, they probably got a whole litany of things. And every time something's about to break on the Bidens or every time a whistleblower is about to come forward with evidence against the Bidens, they launch one against Trump. And so it's this tit-for-tat thing. And let's be clear. And people I respect and, and like and consider smart have expressed this opinion, but I want to be clear that I completely disagree with it. They are not doing this because they think they can beat Trump in a general election. That is not what this is about. They are, they are going after and trying to destroy Trump to stop anybody from being the next Trump, to try to separate Trump from his supporters, and to try to make Trump unelectable, either literally take him off the ballot or or whatever that means. So, no, I do not believe they're doing this because they think they can beat Trump in the election. All right, the Democrats shut up here, so let's uh, quickly go back to the hearing. Against a man as well-connected as Hunter Biden is truly courageous, is a truly courageous act, and I hope that all of my colleagues can appreciate that as well. Mr. Shapley, I'd like to start with a simple question. When did you start your career as an investigator with the IRS? In uh, July of 2009. Thank you. And in what year were you promoted to a supervisory role? In 2018. So that's 14 years of service at the IRS with five of those years in a senior leadership position, correct? Uh, that's correct. Did you ever in your 14 years of experience see an investigation be handled in the same manner as the one we're here to discuss today, the one into Hunter Biden's taxes? I have not, no. And when were you made supervisor of the investigation in Mr. Biden's Operation Sportsman? In uh, January of 2020. By your estimate at that time, when did you initially believe that the evidence was sufficient to request physical search warrants in California, Arkansas, New York, and Washington, D.C.? So Special Agent Ziegler drafted an affidavit in April 
or, or May, and that was when uh, when uh, for the search warrant. Of 2020? Of 2020, yes, I'm sorry. And it was a short time after that you began to suspect that career officials at DOG were, quote, dragging their feet regarding the next steps in the investigation. Is that correct? Uh, yes, that's correct. And two months later, in June of 2020, you came to the belief, expressing as such in communications with the IRS uh, CL leadership, that if normal procedures had been followed, that these search warrants would have already been executed. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Was this within the typical time frame for the self-imposed investigative pause that DOG historically tends to implement in cases preceding elections? It, it was not. The uh, official de Department of Justice public right, this integrity Gentlemen, this is truly, and I mean this, one of the most bombshell-filled whistleblower hearings I've ever seen. And maybe it's not the biggest or worst crimes we've ever seen presented or, or the potential of presented in a hearing like this. But it's just the raw evidence, the raw nature of it, how easily consumable and understandable it is for the average American and the tit-for-tat nature of the Cold War D.C. right now between the deep state, the Democrats, and Donald Trump. Now, I don't want to waste too much of your time here. I want to go right back to this live hearing, but we've got a lot of news to cover today. I imagine this hearing is going to be live for about another hour or so. We're going to continue the live coverage of this. I also have all the highlights from what has transpired at this hearing before we got to this point. And as I said, a lot of video clips and news. But let's go back to the live hearing. D.C. right now, two IRS whistleblowers, heroic I might add, testifying on the Biden crime family, the money received by the Bidens, and how they were receiving federal protection from these crimes. We go live now. Sense of justice. The American people demand justice, and this committee demands justice along with the other committees involved. And I thank you for this um, hearing. Thank General, our witnesses. General Lake's time has expired. Chair now recognizes Ms. Stansbury from New Mexico for five Thank you. I'd like to get right into some basic vetting questions, as unfortunately our colleagues across the aisle failed to do so with some of the previous witnesses that they called. And so, Mr. Ziegler and Mr. Shapley, I'm hoping that these are very simple, very straightforward questions, so I'd like to ask that you answer them with a yes or no answer. Mr. Shapley, are you now or have you ever acted as an unregistered foreign agent for the Chinese government or for any other government? No. And Mr. Ziegler, are you now or have you ever acted as an unregistered or registered foreign agent? No. And Mr. Shapley, have you ever participated in illegal arms trafficking? No, I have not. And Mr. Ziegler, how about yourself? I have not. And finally, Mr. Shapley, have you ever been indicted of a crime, lied to investigators while under oath, or run from the law? No, I have not. And Mr. Ziegler, same question to you. Have you ever been indicted, lied to investigators, or run from the law? I have not. 
thank you for answering those questions. Obviously, it would seem strange to have to ask these clarifying questions, but given the majority's track record in calling witnesses on this matter, not to mention their own presidential candidate, it seemed necessary to clarify for our huh, American folks This is so unbelievable. So uh, the today. Democrats are just insufferable. So let's get into those questions were completely unnecessary. This Democrat from New Mexico, Stansbury here. here those questions were completely unnecessary. And then she somehow says, your candidate is Trump, so I had to ask you those questions. Actually, one of these one of these gentlemen, I mean, I don't know too much about it, but I was looking up before the show. One of these gentlemen is a gay man who votes Democrat, just like the, the, the whistleblowers on the censorship of Twitter. They, they were liberals. They're Democrat voters. One of these witnesses is a Democrat voter. And she just says, oh, it's your candidate Trump that's being charged and accused of these crimes. I mean, these these Democrats are insufferable. And I just, it's... I'm going to go back to her here, but honestly, it's not even worth your time listening to these Democrats. And so I'm like, do I even do I even waste your time listening to these Democrats talk about Trump for their five minutes apiece? Or do I cover some of this other important news? But let's just see how how long we can stand Miss Stansberry here asking if this man's ever trafficked weapons because he might vote Trump. I mean, I appreciate that. And finally, I want to remind everyone please do. Uh, that the person who appointed U.S. Attorney General is. David Weiss to handle Weiss. the matter that we're here to dus- a, discuss today oh was Donald Trump. But so so that's this been stated. Would be the same president. Go ahead and pull her down. Pipe her down. So that's already been stated, let's not exaggerate, 30 times today, 40 times, 50. I mean, Raskin himself has probably said it 20 times. The exact same line of questioning. Oh, Trump is bad. Trump is a real criminal. And these are all Trump appointees, which let's address the flawed logic here, by the way, because they don't go full circle. They, they, they stop halfway. They assume you're too stupid. Their, their, whole, their whole notion now, they're convincing you that the that the reasoning for claiming that these people were appointed by Trump, these investigators were appointed by Trump, is because, oh, that means they're what? That means they're trustworthy? Is that what you're saying? So, so by their logic, Trump is a total criminal and untrustworthy, but his appointees are very trustworthy, and so therefore we're going to mention that all of these people were in, appointed by Trump, and so now you should you should... You should believe them saying that these people are trustworthy because Trump appointed them, even though they're saying that Trump is untrustworthy. So you see that? They play all these little games and they think you're too stupid to pick up on it. And that has been their main talking point tonight is that Weiss, who obviously has changed his story throughout this whole thing, that's well documented, that Weiss was, was helping to keep the Bidens clean of all of these tax evasions or whatever you have them. And so they've said it probably 50 times a day. Well, who was Weiss appointed by? She does, this woman's so checked out, she doesn't even know the guy's name, even though it's been said five dozen times. And she says Weiss, but it's Weiss. So they say, well, Weiss was appointed by Trump, so clearly this him shutting down the investigation is totally fine. But I thought Trump was the crook. I thought Trump was the criminal. So, but now Trump's trustworthy? He appoints the good people? What? what where, where's your logic at here? And this woman is so checked out to lunch. Do you think she was playing Candy Crush when they said David Weiss's name 50 times before her five minutes as she reads off her script here? Go back to her. Stand here today with Donald Trump and prop him up using committee resources. And Trump, I Trump, urge Trump. my colleagues to take a hard this is look about in the Biden. mirror and to really reflect on what our oath of office means. 
And with that, I yield back. Can let yield. Chair now recognizes Mr. Higgins from Louisiana for five minutes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman, Mr. Shepard, oh, Mr. Ziegler. We're going to be moving fast here. Let me make a statement to begin. Let's just clarify for America. Republicans are only interested in Hunter Biden's deceptions regarding his IRS confirmed receipt of $17.3 million from shady sources in Ukraine and Romania and China while his father was vice president because Hunter Biden had nothing to sell. He had no product, no service, no skill. All Hunter Biden had to sell was corrupted access to his father, the big guy. How dare Congressman Higgins call the president of the United States May I say the inaugurated president of the United States, how are we calling a big guy? Let's go. December 30th, 2020, this investigator, Chaplin, investigator Ziegler, IRS criminal investigation team, at a 12-hour-long meeting with U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware, the prosecution team, Wolf and Weiss are in attendance. Chaplin shares an IRS plan to interview Biden associate Rob Walker. Wolf objects to this plan to the dismay of those in the room. But... She said, we do not want to ask about the big guy and stated she did not want to ask about dad. December 8, 2020, Investigator Shapley, Investigator Ziegler, meeting with Special Agent Joe Gordon, received a call from Hunter Biden's attorneys stating that they would accept service for document requests but declined requests for the interview. The IRS investigators were only able to conduct one meaningful interview, that with Biden associate Rob Walker. That day, investigations revealed to the press. We're going to pause this right now. We're going to go ahead and pause this. This will help us save time, too. Because then we can just skip past the Democrats uh, saying Trump five times and then mispronouncing Weiss's name, Weiss's name. Uh, we'll come back to Higgins. This is obviously going to be great. He's one of the greats. So before we go to this break, folks, uh, really honored to be here covering this with you today. Truly an honor, privilege to be here with the great crew bringing this all together. And remember, it's all thanks to your support at InfoWarsStore.com. Great news. If you've been going to InfoWarsStore.com for a long time, you know one of our top-selling, top-rated products of all time is Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver. This has been sold out for years, and it is now back in stock after years of being unavailable. I'm proud to announce our Silver Bullet Colloidal Silver formula from InfoWars Life is finally back. Working with one of the top colloidal silver labs in the United States, we made sure that our supplement formula is clear of additives and makes the most of its colloidal silver to bring you the greatest benefit It's back in stock and 30% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Hydrofluorosilicic acid is the third most deadly acid on earth. And they've got our children drinking that. This is a psychotic death cult, period, case closed, out to get you and your family. We sell the Alexa Pure Breeze made by the My Patriot Supply Ready Hour Group. It's been around about 15 years, became the biggest company in the last six. They went out, hired engineers, reverse engineered the fancy best water filter system out there that sells for twice the price, and they made it as good in all the studies. It reduces things to non-detectable levels, thousands of chemicals. But you can go pay two or three times. There's four or five other filters out there that are just as good. We sell the very best, highest-grade water filtration system for half the price of the leading competitor. And the media says we're bad and a cult 
for telling you you should filter your water. You should also filter your shower water. That's another way you absorb this crap. But but I'm done talking about that. The point is you get the filters at InfoWarsStore.com. They're discounted right now. Finally back in stock. The globalists aren't just targeting us through the poison shots or the electromagnetic 5G or the GMO crops. They're hitting us with hundreds of chemicals that the EPA has authorized companies and industry to use. One of the top pesticides used is atrazine. The allowable level the government admits that they allow to be in your water supply is enough to sterilize you and basically turn your son into a feminized mutant. Look it up. Don't let them do this to your family. We have the very best gravity-fed filter system out there. Highest rated at half the price of leading competitors. The Alexa Pure, ready to ship to you right now. We have replacement filters for folks who have already gotten it. It does 10,000 gallons before you replace them. It is amazing. It's great for your home, your business. You can put swamp water in it, tap water, whatever, well water. Almost everything's contaminated. This is how you take control of the fluids in your body and counter the globalist onslaught. Get yours today at InfoWarsStore.com. For a limited time, we're running a 10% discount. That is a huge discount to start the lowest price out there. You need this filter. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, this has been an incredible hearing so far today. We're about to go back live to Clay Higgins. We're going to try to show you as much as we possibly can in the fastest three hours on the Internet, the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. But let me just tell you, folks, I mean, bombshell after bombshell today. The Democrat side of the aisle has had nothing new to offer except Trump, 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 and then a little more Trump with some Trump peppered in. And uh, (laughs) Marjorie Taylor Greene brought the receipts from the Hunter Biden laptop because part of this hearing has been that Hunter Biden was using his sex worker payments as tax write-offs. He was trying to cook, he was trying to learn how to cook crack cocaine in a hotel room that he wrote off as a business expense for a tax write-off. And she brought all this, including showing the images. That drove him mad. But let's go back live. Clay Higgins right now speaking to the IRS whistleblowers. To interrupt investigation, December 14, 2020, Assistant U.S. Attorney Wolf tips off Biden counsel about an IRS plan. They had reached a threshold of probable cause to execute a search warrant on a storage unit in Northern Virginia. U.S. Attorney Wolf calls on a Biden's attorney and alerts him to the pending search warrant being executed. You stated, Investigator Shapley, that at every stage during your investigation, decisions were made that benefited the subject of the investigation. Who was the subject of the investigation, good sir? Hunter Biden. Thank you very much. And I think I clarified for America why we were interested in Hunter Biden. Because he sold access to his father, the big guy. And you Americans out there may have a compromised president in your White House. You should... Certainly be concerned. Mr. Ziegler, how did the IRS investigation regarding Hunter Biden begin? Tell us briefly, sir. It was a review of bank records regarding another investigation I was working. So it was ancillary to another criminal investigation. Is that correct, sir? Correct. And you are a criminal investigator. Is that correct, sir? That is correct. Not civil. That is correct. Thank you very much. Investigator Shapley. In the September 3rd, 2020 meeting with the prosecution team for the Hunter Biden case, Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf 
told your team there was more than enough probable cause for the physical search warrant of the guest house at then former vice president's Delaware residence where Hunter Biden stayed for a time. Did U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf confirm your investigative effort that you had sufficient probable cause for search? Yes, she did. Thank you very much. But you've told Congress that Assistant U.S. Attorney Wolf also said that the question was whether the juice was worth the squeeze. That's a quote. And that optics were a driving factor in the decision on whether to execute a search warrant. Optics? Have you ever run into that, Mr. Shapley? I have not, no. Have you, Mr. Ziegler? I have not. Now, why do you think... Why do you think the Department of Justice might be concerned about optics in the search of the president's son's residence during the course of a criminal investigation? Mr. Shapley? I mean, just the sensitivities uh, involved with that, that search warrant, um, and, it, and it would, uh, you know. It Pretty would... clear, isn't it? Yep. There's another search warrant I'm going to touch on in my remaining section. I'm going to have my time expired here. Let me just say, gentlemen, you're courageous for coming forward. And let me ask you, did your job begin with an oath? It did. Have you upheld that oath? Yes, I have. And yes, is, it, have. is it your core principles that have driven you to reveal the corruptions that you've witnessed in your criminal investigations coming before Congress today? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I yield. Very good. Chair Dale recognizes... Uh, Mr. Gomez, for five minutes. All right. As soon as they say Trump, we'll, we'll catch back up live. Sorry. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. So let's first zero in on the bottom line. Uh, what we have is two IRS investigators who clearly worked very hard uh, on the Hunter Biden investigation. And thank you both for being here today. Um, you both gave recommendations to prosecutors based on your work, which you've described today. And then Donald Trump's hand. Okay, there it is. Now pull it down, guys, and let's just go ahead and let's get back caught up in live time because there's no point in listening to this. I just wanted to show you how easy it is to predict these people. Um, so let's go ahead and, and, and resume this in live time. Let me see whose time we have now. This, guy, this, this guy's probably done speaking by now, I would imagine. It's right, guys, if you need to pull out of that and reset. Oh, my gosh. He's got a picture of Rudy Giuliani with the, with the black sweat. That's great because, you know, that's who was being investigated was Rudy Giuliani. That's, who's, that's who was getting tipped off to, uh, hey, get the documents out of your storage unit. The FBI and the IRS is coming in. That's, that's, it's just, they're just, they're just such criminal scum. And, and I, I was faced with this question last night. Because, you know, yesterday's broadcast was, uh, I got a lot of compliments for it. I'll tell you what, let, let, me, let me come back and talk about what I realized and what we all know is really going on here. Are we caught up yet, guys? Let me know when, when we're caught up to the live time. Yeah, yeah, no, just go ahead, and, go ahead and put it back live. And let's just go ahead and pick this one back up live. Go ahead. So since I made these protected disclosures, they're legally protected. The IRS has chosen to retaliate uh, against me in multiple ways. Um, even now, there's a major case initiatives that actually uh, Special Agent Ziegler uh, started as well that are now being, you know, being put on the back burner and just being slow walked um, again. Um, there's uh, the, the immediate super, my immediate supervisor 
and two levels above them haven't spoken to me since June 1st of 2023. Even though I'm sending them emails and trying to conduct my business on a daily basis, they literally have not spoken to me. Uh, you know, there's, there's Would that things, be normal? No, absolutely not. I mean, I'm, we're, we're running undercover operations. We're, we're doing interviews across the, wor- across the world. And, and you know, it really becomes when, when senior leadership really cuts off communication like that, it, in, it increases the chance of you know, some officer safety type issue when we can't communicate that, that, those type of issues with senior leadership and we have no support from them. Absolutely. Mr. Ziegler? To be completely honest with you, this is going to make me a little bit emotional. But like, and, I'm, and I'm sorry because I know this personally. You spoke about that in your opening statement. Nev- never have I thought that it, it's essentially like being left out on an island, and I don't know if that's done purposefully, but I, I essentially made disclosures up to the commissioner of the IRS. I, I said what happened, and the response I got a few days later was I, I, I may have broken the law, and don't ever do this again. Your, your emails need to go through your leadership. So to have that come to me was chilling. It was, I can't even put words to it. But what I can say is there are some people within my agency, some people in leadership that have been a person that I can go to for support. But the vast majority of it has just, it's the impact on the person. It's, it's, it's awful. Well, retaliation uh, is many times seen by people who know it when they see so it. So these whistleblowers are getting into the, the treatment they've received, which is very similar to the treatment operation. the FBI whistleblowers received. And so you see the intimidation from these leftist, fascist, totalitarian, authoritarian freaks. Doesn't matter where, what branch of government, they're, they're all the same. They're all tyrants. And so... Wait till, but wait till the real IRS story pops, and then you juxtapose it with how the Bidens were treated. Oh, that that'll be juicy. It's been three years since we had it. We got it back in stock. The amazing thirty parts per million, highest quality colloidal silver, and all the great things and all the great uses, back in stock, limited supply. Infowarstore.com, thirty percent off, and it's a very limited supply, but we have it back. Infowarsstore.com, Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver. The Infowars Life Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver has returned. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five star reviews. Infowarsstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to InfoWarsStore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some Turbo Force, some Brain Force, and some Brain Force Ultra. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Decoding enemy transmissions so you get the truth. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. At band.video. All right, we just had Pete Sessions asking the IRS whistleblowers about their treatment within the IRS since they came forward as whistleblowers, very similar to what we heard from the FBI whistleblowers. You basically get treated like trash, kicked to the curb. 
as the FBI whistleblower put it, the government will destroy you. And so I'm sure these men are now going to have massive targets on their backs. Let's go back live to the IRS whistleblower hearing on the Biden crime family. What are the odds right now a Democrat is saying the word Trump? Yes, I respect the FBI SSA. Um, Because he um, came and did an interview with us, um, and he said... He testified that over his decade of experience with the Delaware U.S. Attorney's Office, the FBI agent never knew the assistant U.S. attorneys in office or U.S. Attorney Weiss to allow any political considerations to influence their prosecutorial decisions in any case. Um, Do you accept his judgment or you disagree with his judgment about that? So, yeah, uh, uh, the FBI SSA, uh, I respect. And, uh, you know, it's a matter of timing. Uh, he, He retired in June of 2022. And at that time, you know, I haven't even overcome the burden that, that it took me to, to, to say that this has been political and been politicized. It wasn't until October 7th, 2022. So, uh, you know, uh, the, the FBI SSA, um, you know, made, you know, he came to his conclusions and, and, and he wasn't there for the October 7th. Can I, can I mention something? Let me just say, I respect very much your service and I respect very much uh, your testimony today, but I think it's completely within the realm of prosecutorial discretion and just subjective uh, differences of opinion that people have. And those of us who've been in prosecution uh, understand that happens all the time with prosecutors and investigators. Chair, Chair recognizes the gentleman from Arizona, Mr. Biggs, for five minutes. Thank you. It's uh, good to have you here. Appreciate it. Uh, appreciate your courage and, and your willingness to testify. Um, I'm, uh, Mr. Shapley, I'm going to go to pages 18 through 20 of your testimony. And, and Mr. Ziegler, I'm going to go to about page 104 to 105 of yours to start with. And But while you're going there, I'm going to ask this question. You know, we've heard a lot about this. Well, you know, this 2014, 2015, uh, 2016 tax things, you know, uh, Trump, uh, Trump, you know, it's they, we've heard a lot about Trump. There, but in 2014, 15, and 16, those tax years, Donald Trump wasn't elected, but who was the vice president of the United States, if you know? Joe Biden was the right. vice president of the United States. I think that's right. And when the statute of limitation ran on those 14 and 15 years, who was the president of the United States? When the statute expired. So that was President Biden. Now remember, President Biden. Representative Andy Biggs well, made a statement to Maria Bartiromo that they've seen hundreds of millions of dollars received uh, by the Biden crime family from foreign entities. Uh, Mr. Shapley, why did you want to interview Rob Walker? So I, I think Special Agent Ziegler would be better answer that question. All right. So I'm looking on page 18 of your of your of your testimony, Mr. Shapley. Yeah. Can you repeat the question? Yeah, can you repeat the question, please? Yeah, let's, I, I'll tell you what, I'll rephrase the question. The, uh, on the, the day of action, you guys were intending to interview 12 people, one of whom was Rob Walker, a, a business associate of Hunter Biden. Um, and in particular, you wanted to talk about, uh, I think the quote is, 10 held for, by H for the big guy. Yeah. Right? Um, so... What, who was the big, who did you infer that the big guy may be? So all I can do is speak to the evidence there. What I can say is, I think I know what you're referring to is when we're preparing for that, we're preparing for that interview and we're referencing that email 10 held by H for the big guy. And 
from what I understand that to be President, his dad, President Biden. Okay, um, and so I'm sorry. I just want to ask Mr. Shapley uh, a similar question because the AUSA, AUSA Wolf interjected, and I'm reading from your transcript now, and said she did not want to ask about the big guy and stated she did not want to ask questions about dad, quote, in quotes. Who did, you, who did you take dad to be when she refers to dad? The, the father of the subject is President Biden. President Biden. And so even by her response, she's inferring that Joe Biden may be involved in Hunter Biden's transactions. Um, and then you get to the FBI agent and, and you give some detail about his, his uh, Mr. Shapley, you give some detail about what he is saying and, and, and the transcript, if you will, of his interview. And in particular, um, the FBI agent asks Mr. Walker, so you definitely got the feeling that that was orchestrated by Hunter Biden to have like an appearance by his dad at that meeting just to kind of bolster your chances of making the deal work out. Walker answered, sure. The FBI agent continued, any times when he, any times he was in the office or did you hear Hunter Biden say that he was setting up a meeting with his dad with them while dad was still in office? Walker answered, yes. That's the quote that you gave to us in your transcript. And so I guess the question there is, uh, what did you infer uh, that the, and then you said the FBI agent inexplicably does, ceases that line of questioning. I want to know what you thought the FBI agent uh, was inferring. What did you think? What do you think when you read that, when you heard that, uh, of the relationship between Joe Biden and Hunter Biden and his business transactions when he is still in office? Yeah, so I can't go beyond what you've, what you've quoted me as saying in my testimony. Um, so I just leave it there. Okay, thank you. Um, and Mr. Ziegler, on page, one, page 104 of yours, uh, you mentioned that there, that that Mr. Bu Mr. Biden, uh, Hunter Biden, attempted to um, obtain a business tax deduction on his return for hotel rooms that were used by his father, Joe Biden. Uh, tell us about that, please. So, yeah, that, on his tax return, he deducted a hotel room for his dad, uh, so Joe Biden, um, and we actually got the invoice from the hotel that showed the dad's name on it. So, so for that to be a valid business deduction, you would ha he would have to be doing business with Hunter Biden. Is that not true? So we would typically, a typical part of the process would be to interview that person to find out what you had or what, what might have happened. Why did you why did you go to that hotel room? Um, and based on statements he made in his book, I mean, you can correlate to what was kind of going on around that time. But but, but to, how does it become a valid business deduction if? Uh... If Joe Biden's just there on vacation, you know, generally speaking, the, the, to be a valid business deduction, it would have to be some type of business activity being conducted at that time. And uh, the last one is the WhatsApp, um, and I won't get into it because we're just about out of time. But I would just say the WhatsApp where he says he's sitting, my dad's sitting next to me, and you remember that, and that that's on. I want to say what page one hundred five. That's where you talk about it, Mr. Ziegler, and what page one hundred five of your transcript. Uh, I guess the question there is, how would you be able to determine uh, whether those rooms, uh, uh, whether he was actually next to, to Hunter Biden? How would you be able to determine that? And, and, and the gentleman's time's expired, but you can please answer the question. So typically in that situation, you'd want to get location data. 
contemporaneous data that would show where that person's at. So that's what we would typically look to. Yeah. Thank you so much. Very good. Uh, Chair now recognize Ms. Lee from Pennsylvania. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Republicans have been invoking this term two-tier system of justice a lot How long till she says Trump? I want to talk about what the real two-tier justice system is, where black and brown people are over-criminalized and over-incarcerated. Oh, this is a race thing. On June 20th, Chairman Comer claimed in a committee Okay, let's give a little context to what Biggs just said, though. Here's what's interesting about what we know. So they know that Hunter Biden and at least apparently five other members of the Biden crime family have taken money from foreign entities. And we've heard upwards of $100 million, but none of it has been connected to Joe yet. So what's interesting is who was paying Joe Biden? Was this coming out of Rosemont Seneca and other places? Was it Hunter Biden sending him direct money? And so that's why the state attorney and the whistleblowers brought this up, and this was brought up before by other Republicans, They said no asking the client, Hunter Biden, about dad. No asking him about the big guy. You're not allowed to ask about Joe Biden. But wait a second. If Joe Biden is getting business write-offs for business expenses and Joe Biden is getting 10%, then eventually they're going to have to go after the big guy. Find out how much money he's gotten. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. The globalists are only humans. Yeah, they have control of the central banks. They have a lot of power, but they can be defeated. But some of their operations are going to take decades to stop. But one thing you can do right now is take control of your body and your family's body by purifying the water that you drink and that you cook with. And you do it with the highest quality gravity-fed filter out there. This thing does 10,000 gallons. You can sit there and put hundreds of gallons through it a day. It purifies very quickly, and it cuts out thousands of chemicals to non-detectable levels. This is what I use, which my family uses. It's the very best system out there for the lowest price. For a limited time, 10% off on top of that exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com on the Alexa Pure water filtration system in stock and replacement filters for folks that need those in stock. Get it today, and it funds the InfoWar. Don't procrastinate. This is one of the main areas we can take control of our lives and stop the globalists from hitting us with poison that they allow in the water supply. In some cases, they add the water supply like fluoride. Infowars.com forward slash show. It all leads back to the big guy. It all leads back to the big guy. And that's why... Whoever's protecting the Biden crime family in these investigations is saying, no, you don't ask who the big guy is. You don't ask about dad. You don't get to do any of that. Now, imagine you're an investigator, neutral, and you're just like, I'm investigating these 
financial documents like I always do. And it leads me to this person that I would normally question, but I'm told I'm not allowed to question what's going on here. Well, that's why they're whistleblowers. That's why they're testifying. We go back live to the IRS whistleblower testimony into the Biden crime family right now. Share your plan to interview Hunter Biden's. Did you share your plan to interview Hunter Biden's associate, Rob Walker? All the interview outlines for the witnesses were discussed that day, yes. Okay. And you wanted to question Walker about the email that said 10 held by H for the big guy. Is that correct? That was included in the interview outline, yes. Okay. But U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf told you she did not want you to ask questions about dad, meaning Joe Biden. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. So Assistant U.S. Attorney General Wolf was, you felt, conceding that the big guy was Joe Biden. Do you think that's accurate? I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to conclude what she was thinking. Okay, you did have an interview with Rob Walker in Arkansas, correct? I did not, but agents did. Yes. Okay. And did Rob Walker tell you that President Biden had ever showed up to a meeting with his son's business associates? He told us that he had shown up at the meetings. Yes. Okay. Can you elaborate on that at all? Uh, I can only stick to what's in the transcript and, and uh, the, the witness described a, a, a instance where C, CEFC executives were uh, or uh, people involved in CEFC were meeting at the Four Seasons and that uh, the subject's father, President Biden, showed up at that meeting. So President Biden was there physically? That's what the witness said, yes. Okay. Mr. Ziegler, maybe I'm going back here a little bit further, but earlier today uh, you wanted to elaborate on one of your questions and you were cut off by one of the Democrat congressmen. Is there anything that you want to say that you could remember that you weren't able to say? I, I appreciate that. So I wanted to say that one thing that was mentioned regarding the, the, the retired FBI supervisory special agent, I've actually recently reached out to um, some of my former colleagues that I worked this investigation with at the FBI, and I, I've asked them, was there anything I misstated in my transcript? They said no from their best understanding of reading it. So I want to be clear on that, that they've read my transcript or they've referenced that they did and that they've said that, there's, that they didn't see any issues with what I said in my transcript. Okay, thank you. Mr. Shavely, anything else from you? Yeah, I, I want to uh, speak briefly about uh, our criminal tax attorneys at IRS criminal investigation. So first, they're only advisory. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I can't recall an instance where they uh, non-concurred with any of my actions uh, and within the group and that we didn't uh, uh, send it forward anyway through our, uh, you know, with our senior leadership approval. The, the, the issue here was the, the manner in which it became a, uh, a non-concur. Um, the line CT attorney who took uh, more than 50 days to review all the evidence, uh, she concurred with all of the charges in that uh, prosecution report. This is Exhibit 2. When she sent it forward, a, a panel of five uh, of lawyers at uh, the National Office of, of Criminal Tax Attorneys, they concurred with the line attorney's assessment that it was a concur on all of the charges that were recommended. It then went to the senior leadership at CT Council, and the top said that you need to change this to a non-concur. So that, that, even something like that could happen in practice. The issue here was that, uh, that we con I contacted uh, uh, the line attorney's 
manager, the area council, and I said that um, you know this was going to be. We didn't know this was going to be a non-concur. She's been saying it's going to be a concur, and she told us that it had always been a non-concur. Basically, you know, uh, obfuscating the entire events that occurred at the senior levels with the panel agreeing with the law um, and that uh, and recommending concurring those charges. So I don't know why CT Council would 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 lie to us or or provide false information about uh, uh, it being a, a non-concur the whole time. And uh, Special Agent Ziegler. Uh, had some communication with that line attorney and said, do you know that that they are saying that it's always been a non-concur? And she confirmed, she, she said, what? No, I sent a yellow light, which is a concur. And uh, so that was the issue with CT Council that, that really perplexed me. Um, and uh, that's something that I wanted to add to the congressman back there. So thank you for the extra time. Thank you. And uh, just one other thing, I think with regard to what happened in Central Park years ago, uh, the mischaracterization of uh, of what happened there is, uh, I'm sure, very hurtful and harmful to the Central Park Park Jogger. I wish you wouldn't have. That there's more to that story than you know very well. Thank you. Very good. Uh, at the request of the uh, witnesses, we're we're going to take two more questioners, and then we'll have another 10 minute recess. So uh, I'll just. Recognize Mr. Kassar and then Mr. Donalds. Right now, uh, Chair, recognize Mr. Kassar from Texas for five minutes. It's clear from this hearing that Democrats are pro-accountability, equal <laughs> treatment under the law. This is a county from Austin, for by the way. your taxes. In the Hunter Biden case, we've heard that the Trump-appointed U.S. Trump, attorney took is. the extensive work of the IRS investigation and got All the right, most severe I, yeah, penalty. Okay, that's good. That's good. L let's, let's, let's do some other stuff here. While this commie is talking, let's go to earlier James Comer talking to the IRS whistleblowers about the China energy partners paying off the Bidens here in clip five. Mr. Shapley, I want to turn to President Biden. You've stated to CBS Evening News that there were certain investigative steps you were not allowed to take that could have led to President Biden. Can you tell us what investigative steps related to President Biden that you wanted to take but you couldn't? So there were multiple instances in this investigation where um, there were references to uh, to the, the father of the subject, President Biden, and in the course of any normal investigation, uh, when the, the subject's father is uh, somehow related to the finances of the subject, that in the normal course of any investigation, we would have to go and get that information to properly uh, uh, vet um, uh, the, the financial flows of money uh, in that investigation to determine what we end up charging. Mm -hmm. uh there was a tweet uh, or a, a message uh, in the laptop from Hunter Biden to Kevin Dong, uh, who was with CEFC, and it said, quote, the Bidens are the best I know at doing exactly what the chairman wants from this partnership. Now, the chairman he's referring to is Chairman Yi of CEFC. Is that correct? Uh, in, in, in that stream, yes. I believe so, yes. So what – can you tell me what the Bidens are, are best at? Do you understand what, what he would have meant by that? I mean, the, the this is a Chinese company, and I think the ranking member referred to it with uh, Gal Luft. It's the same entity that paid Gal Luft 
the money that he got indicted for for being an unregistered foreign agent, I believe, was was the charge. But this this is another solicitation from Hunter Biden, and he refers to the Bidens plural and they're best at doing what the chairman wants. I think that's very concerning to our committee because this is a Chinese Communist Party-owned entity. Uh, this is of concern to our national security, and, and I didn't know uh, in closing if you had any information with respect to that comment there. You know, with respect to the WhatsApp messages, it was something we clearly needed to follow up on, and that, and, and that was really one of the major deviations from, in this case, is that, is that investigators asked, and Special Agent Ziegler asked to follow, uh, uh, to take some investigative steps to review that, and it just simply wasn't supported by the prosecutors. So uh, for the, further delving into what that means, uh, I just simply can't do. Well, I can promise you we're not going to stop on this committee until we understand what he fully meant by that message to a uh, Chinese Communist Party official. Mr. Chairman. All right, we're going to continue with our live coverage, plus more highlights like that. But let's, again, in in context here, two major issues. One, FBI told Hunter Biden investigator to duck committee questions, bombshell letter shows. In other words, Hunter Biden got tipped off. The IRS was coming. The FBI was coming. And then... Anytime the investigators wanted to ask him about 10% for the big guy or how is your dad getting business expenses written off, they weren't allowed to go down that line of questioning. Now, again, we'll pick this back up when we come back. Ladies and gentlemen, Patriot Pride Month live right now at InfoWarsStore.com. It's your support there that keeps us on the air, but we got great products. And let me tell you, if you're concerned about the state of the country for obvious reasons you're going to want to have some emergency food supplies all our emergency food supplies at infowarsstore.com right now 10 percent off so the year-long supply six month supply everything else 10 percent off emergency food supplies right now at infowarsstore.com we'll be right back with more of the irs whistleblower testimony it's been three years since we had it we got it back in stock the amazing 30 parts per million Highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses. Back in stock, limited supply, InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. And it's a very limited supply, but we have it back. InfoWarsStore.com, silver bullet, colloidal silver. The InfoWars Live silver bullet, colloidal silver has returned. Silver bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product. That utilizes high quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five star reviews. Infowarsstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to Infowarsstore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some Turbo Force, some Brain Force, and some Brain Force Ultra. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, let's pick up the IRS whistleblower hearing back live. We are now into hour number two of the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We're going to dedicate as much time as we can to this on this show. We'll try to get to other news, but let's go back to the hearing now. Donald's, Representative Donald's now talking. Hey, 
I'm sitting here with my dad. Tell the chairman to give me my money because I'm, I, we remember and we're gonna, not going to forget because we're the Bidens and we have all these connections, yada, yada, yada. We all, rem- we all know that text message now. Mr. Ziegler, on page 105 of your testimony, page 105, gentlemen, you state, I know we wanted to get location data because I went to the prosecutors with this and they again came back at me with, well, how do, how do we know that? He could just be lying and claiming that dad, Joe Biden now, that dad was there and dad was not there. Were you allowed to get location data dealing with the WhatsApp text message? So from, from my memory of it and from the, the notes that were taken, I never obtained location data regarding that. Um, message did um, did did Miss Wolf the AUSA in Delaware did she say oh wow look at this text message let's figure out if let's figure out the location data and see where Hunter Biden was when he sent said message was she like excited about this as a prosecutor so I mean when I asked her about the location data in in her response right here it was her responding with well how do we know that it wasn't a yeah, let's try and figure that out. It was like, well, how do we know that? Well, did she read the text message? Because if I read that text message as a prosecutor, I'm saying, wait a minute. Dad is sitting next to him, and dad happens to be the now president, then vice president of the United States. Shouldn't we find out where Hunter was when he sent said text message? I mean, that's, I'm not a prosecutor. I'm a finance guy, but that just seems like common sense to me. Yeah, and I think with the, the previous email that was referenced, 10 held by H for the big guy, now that you have those two things kind of correlating with each other, as a normal process or procedure that we would go through, you would want to figure out, is that information truthful in that WhatsApp message? I totally agree with you, Mr. Ziegler, which is why I think it is the, the view of members on this committee, and frankly, a lot of Americans at this point, that you, there are elements at the Department of Justice who did not want this information out, who did not want to go down the line of, process, of actually going through the evidence uh, gathering process to deceive the depths to which this international pay-for-play scheme was cre- that was actually happening around Joe Biden, going through Hunter Biden, um, and all the money that the Biden family was occurring. That's not a question for you. That's just a statement from me. Uh, last question. Through your investigation, how much money did you uncover was coming from Ukraine, Romania, and China? Uh, if you hold on one second, let me reference the uh, 17.3 million approximately. Okay, so 17.3 million through your investigation, and you are, you and Mr. Shapley, you are the guys that investigate criminal tax evasion on an international scale. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. A question for the chairman. Mr. Chairman, through the investigation of the Oversight Committee, about how much money have we seen come from Ukraine, Ukraine, Romania, and China? Over over 10 million. Okay. So we have two separate investigations. One done by the investigative branch of the IRS that is charged with doing these types of investigations. These are the people you want doing them and an independent investigation by the Oversight Committee. And we're coming up with the same amount of money, give or take a couple million, going through the same person in Hunter Biden. And his investigation is slow walked. 
and we're supposed to sit here and think that Joe Biden knows nothing? I think, for the record, Mr. Chairman, uh, that the relevant committee needs to have questions for Leslie Wolf, the AUSA of Delaware, for David Weiss, the, the yeah. Attorney General of Delaware, They're be called to for testify. Lisa Monaco, yep. who is the Deputy Attorney oh, General. Oh, that'll be huge, and for Monaco. Garland, She's involved so, in all their the stuff. The Attorney General of the United States. Because if this action is allowed to occur... That's going to happen next. And investigations are Short break here. We're going to pick up the hearing when we come back. We may skip the Democrat talking about Trump for five minutes. But, but what he just said is key. I may, I may give you the future. We may go into the crystal ball here when we come back from the short break. So they just took a recess. They'll be away for about 15 minutes. And when they come back, it'll probably be not too much longer after that. So we're going to have time to really... I mean, you're, you're not missing much here today from this hearing. We got highlights from what we missed live. But let me just tell you what Myron Donalds is saying, and let's look into the crystal ball. The names he just mentioned are going to be called to testify. Wolf, Monaco, the rest of them will be called to testify. They will be subpoenaed. Um, I don't know the timeline of that, but I will I will predict this. You got to understand, a lot of these investigations have been going on for five years. And the government, in particular, the federal government, works so slowly. uh, Believe me, I know all about it. That this may sound crazy to say to you right now, but but this is I mean, I'm giving you the crystal ball here and we're going to be we're going to be pretty accurate with this. So a lot of the stuff you're hearing about today they, they, they've presented some evidence of, again, there's a reason why they're saying China. There's a reason why they're saying Romania. There's a reason why they're saying Ukraine. They've seen those transactions, and they've probably seen at least $50 million. Now, the reason why they're getting into these ones in details today, because they know both sides of the transactions, and they know all the information based on the investigations that, that each side has been able to do. But they've been stonewalled at many places. They haven't been able to go after Biden. There's a bunch of other bank accounts that are still subpoenaed and, and are just now cooperating. So they're still waiting to get documents. So so let me tell you how this is going to go. In probably September, but maybe October of 2024, you're going to get all this information. You're going to get all of it. You're going to see the bank transactions. You're going to see probably at least 50, maybe 100 plus million dollars going into Hunter Biden bank accounts, Joe Biden bank accounts, and apparently other Biden bank accounts too. We don't know the names of. And and you're going to get all that information. Now, the Bidens are cooked on that. It's done. It's over. So unless Jim Jordan or James Comer is going to intentionally spike the ball at the last minute before the 2024 election, it's all coming out. The Democrats know this too. So does Joe Biden. That's why he's basically already a lame duck president because he knows he's already cooked. So you're going to see all that in about a year and a half from now, under a year and a half. That's all going to come out. Now, the, the 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 tag team of the Biden crime family here is that they've also got their bio labs. They're cooked on that too, folks. Now, they might not be as cooked at this time, and, and you know we might not know the exact temperature in the oven and everything to make sure this goose is cooked right, but they're going to be cooked on that too. The bio labs in Ukraine, they're going to be cooked on that too. This is all going to come out in September and October of 2024, just ahead of the presidential election. 
Again, that's why you see Biden sleeping when the Israeli president is in the Oval Office. He doesn't care. That's why he's not going to campaign, not going to do a debate, and they're gearing up Gavin Newsom to be their safety net backup. So that's just the crystal ball looking down the line. Now, I want to play some of these other clips from earlier today. Some of these are a bit long. We can fit this one in here. Here's James Comer again with his opening statement to the IRS whistleblowers in clip seven. Since assuming our Republican majority in January, the House Oversight Committee has made historically fast progress. Since assuming our Republican majority in January, the House Oversight Committee has made historically fast progress in our investigation into the Biden family's influence peddling schemes. In just six months, we have obtained thousands of pages of financial records. This includes bank records for Biden family associates and suspicious activity reports generated by the Bidens and their associates' high-dollar or foreign business transactions. What these records reveal is astonishing. The Bidens created over 20 shell companies, most of which were created when Joe Biden was vice president. Bank records so far show the Biden family, their business associates, and their companies received over $10 million from foreign nationals and related companies. A lot of this money poured in while Joe Biden was vice president. Despite creating many companies after vice president took office, the Biden family used associates companies to receive millions of dollars from foreign companies in China, Ukraine, and Romania. After foreign companies sent money to business associates companies, the Bidens then received incremental payments over time to various different bank accounts. These complicated financial transactions were used deliberately to conceal the source of funds and total amounts. No normal business operates like this. What were the Bidens selling? Nothing but influence and access to the Biden network. This is an influence peddling scheme to enrich the Bidens. We need to know whether Joe Biden is compromised by these schemes and if our national security is threatened. During our investigation, our committee became aware through whistleblower disclosures provided to Senator Chuck Grassley that the FBI had an unclassified record that details an extortion and bribery scheme involving then-Vice President Biden and a Burisma executive. This record was generated by a trusted confidential human source that the FBI has used for over a decade. It memorializes the source's conversations with the Burisma executive who claimed that he paid Joe Biden $5 million in exchange for certain actions. The Burisma executive told the confidential human source that he didn't pay the, quote, big guy, end quote, directly, but that he used so many bank accounts that it would take 10 years to unravel. Now, that sounds an awful lot like how the Bidens conduct business, using multiple bank accounts to hide the source and total amount of the money. Today, we have two brave, incredible IRS whistleblowers who have risked their careers to come forward and and provide important testimony. Thank you all for being here today. I know it was not an easy decision. All right, let's pull out of that quickly. Let's go to more on the uh, Burisma Biden payments here in clip nine. In 2014, Burisma has a problem. They want to get their stock listed on Wall Street. But the prosecutor general is investigating corruption, and they can't get the outcome they want in New York. So what do they do? They hire Hunter Biden, pay him millions of dollars. 
Uh, Mr. Ziegler, my only question for you is going to be, if I can direct you to page 99 of your transcript, is it accurate to say Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden received millions of dollars from Burisma? Yes, that would be accurate. Thank you. Uh, to the American people, I want to point out briefly that Hunter Biden has absolutely zero qualifications in this industry or in business in general, but he does have the big guy. Now imagine you're the Democrat sitting on the other side of this aisle, just try, just closing your eyes, burying your head in the sand or, or burying your head in your own. Well, you get the point. And just pretending like, oh, this isn't going on. The American people are not going to understand this. We can cover this up. We can get away with it. And they just have no concern at all for their reputation, I suppose. They have no shame, you might say. No shame in these, in these crooks. But then imagine Marjorie Taylor Greene gets up there and she starts showing images from the Biden laptop. Now, I don't have all the Marjorie Taylor Greene clips in front of me. I, I will show you one of them right now. She's also claiming that the evidence they've seen based off of the IRS investigation and what they've seen in the laptop, she thinks she she accuses Hunter Biden of potentially trafficking humans. But but here's Marjorie Taylor Greene showing you Hunter Biden's laptop images, which are obviously blanked out for uh, obvious reasons. Uh, of, of Hunter Biden Chairman, making sex, excuse me, this is my time, making of, pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman, get, 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 in the committee? Get a lady's time's expired and uh, went two and a half minutes Mr. over. Chairman, if Mr. Bufume wants the two and a half minutes, he can have it. If, if he wants to yield some to Ms. Ocasio-Cortez when she goes, she can They started it. freaking out when MTG started pulling up images of Hunter Biden's laptop and him... I mean, I'm not going to give you the graphic details, but you you get it. Hunter Biden doing pornography, to put it lightly. Hunter Biden doing drugs and pornography, and that's putting it lightly. So uh, they got enraged when Marjorie Taylor Greene presented that and then showed the drug deals and what appeared to be sex deals, human trafficking deals. And, and, and then you have the Democrats on the other side of the aisle, and they just don't listen to it. They can't even see it. it it's stunning. It, it's stunning. And, and so here's the realization. I was kind of teasing this earlier. I don't know if I'll have time to explain, but you realize this is not, folks, this is beyond political. This isn't, they're not doing this for politics. They're doing this to protect something else entirely. It's been three years since we had it. We got it back in stock. The amazing 30 parts per million, highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses. Back in stock, limited supply, InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. And it's a very limited supply, but we have it back. InfoWarsStore.com, Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver. The InfoWars Live Silver Bullet, Colloidal Silver has returned. Silver Bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five-star reviews. Infowarsstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to Infowarsstore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some turbo force, some brain force, and some brain force ultra. Infowars is a one-of-a-kind operation. And so please go to Infowarsstore and just make a donation. And you can make a one-time or recurring you have a little profile there, cancel any time. Every 15 days, every month, every three months, every six months, up to nine months, you can go in and every month or every week, whenever you want, you program it, you just click it, 
and then you decide when you want to make a donation. So please do that as well. That way we get 95% of it after credit card fees that are making 20, 30, 40% like we do on the products. But these really are amazing products. The big July 4th sale is going on right now. This is such a critical platform in the fight against the New World Order. The enemy's out in the open. We're vindicated. People are listing more than ever. But in this major recession going into depression and with supply chain breakdowns, I know it's hard. I know times are tough. So thank you for your support. But whatever you do, pray for the broadcast and share the articles and the videos. That you can do for free, and that's just as important as keeping us on air. So however God leads you in your heart to support us, please support us now, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. God bless you. War Room. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, this hearing is still in recess, so let's... Go back to earlier today, Representative Jason Smith from Missouri. Here's how he used his time in clip six. The Ways and Means Committee is charged with ensuring that the tax code is enforced fairly. Clearly, the president only believes in making making taxpayers pay their fair share if they don't share his last name. These two courageous whistleblowers provided my committee with devastating testimony showing that the government is not treating all taxpayers equally and that DOJ and the IRS gave preferential treatment to the president's son during a criminal investigation into his taxes. These individuals in front of us today are credible and set for nearly 15 hours of interviews with both Republicans and Democrats. I personally took part in the interview with Mr. Ziegler. Here's what we learned from the interviewees. The IRS recommended multiple, the IRS recommended multiple felony charges against Hunter Biden for tax years 2014 through 2019, relating to at least 8.3 million in income from foreign companies, including one based in including companies based in China, Romania, and Ukraine. And that is the only amount discovered despite the roadblocks and obstruction their investigation faced. The Department of Justice engaged in a campaign to delay, divulge, and deny that investigation. They delayed investigators for years, leading to the expiration of the statute of limitations for many of the crimes involved. They divulged key investigative details to Biden's attorneys and even the president's transition team. And they denied investigators the ability to authenticate evidence, serve warrants, question witnesses, and bring charges. This led to Hunter Biden's sweetheart agreement announced five years after the investigation started but mere days before my committee voted to publicly release this testimony. Would Americans in my congressional district or any other congressional district ever receive this same treatment? After raising their concerns internally at the IRS, these whistleblowers were discouraged and demoralized and turned to Congress as a last resort. They bravely reported wrongdoing to us, and what have President Biden's allies, including Hunter Biden's lawyers, done? They've responded with a vicious, a vicious smear campaign to discredit these whistleblowers and discourage others from coming forward. 
and may have even coordinated with the White House on this effort. This is a disgrace. All right. I urge Let's go back IRS live. They have resumed the hearing. Uh, Comer gaveling them in right now. Let's let's pick it back up live, ladies and gentlemen, from Washington, D.C., the IRS whistleblower hearing. Uh, the transcript doesn't include that, no. Yeah, the transcript does not include that. Nor does it include that Merrick Garland interfered with your investigations, correct? The, the transcript does not say that, no. Thank you. The reason that I say that is because Trump. it's the insinuation that this committee is trying to make, or at least one side of this committee is trying to make, is that for some reason there was interference. And my colleagues continue to make sure that they outline the fact that this investigation actually started under the Trump administration. Yeah, so that's there the it reason is. About I mean, these guys are so predictable. But at the Go end ahead and pot her down. Go no- ahead and pot her down. It's too, that's my rule. I already said as soon as they say Trump, we're potting them down. This isn't about Trump, but they can't get over it. By the way, little um, little ditty in the news today. Biden administration suspends funding for Wuhan lab. Biden administration moves to ban funding. So they're suspending it. Now they're trying to ban it altogether. Oh, that's. I thought there was no funding to the Wuhan lab. I thought that was a conspiracy theory. And I thought the Wuhan lab had nothing to do with the COVID outbreak. Oh, it was a lie like everything else? Wow. Wow. Then you have some developments in the Trump case. By the way, I got a couple clips from Trump's town hall last night with Hannity. I think more of it's going to air tonight. It was pretty good. I'll, I'll talk more about that in the third hour. But a couple of developments there in the Trump case, or case is, a federal judge in New York has denied Trump's attempt to take the Manhattan-based charges into federal court, so they want to keep it in their corrupted Manhattan courts with that. They don't want it to go to the higher-ups. And then you also had th- this one is truly wild. Judge Kaplan rejects Trump's bid to throw out the verdict in the Carroll sexual assault lawsuit. And he says the jury did, in fact, find that Trump raped her based on the common definition of the word. Now, you understand that Trump was found not guilty of any rape charges. There, were, there are no rape charges. So the defamation was that Trump said she's falsely accusing me of rape. Now, there are no rape charges. Trump was never found guilty of rape. So how can you, def- how can you defame Carol by saying she lied about me raping her and then there was, no, there, was, there was no rape? And they just say, well, you still defamed her even though she did lie about you raping her. And now they're saying, well, the jury did find Trump raped her. They weren't try- that wasn't the case. There was no case there. It's just, it's, it's all so corrupted. So... But but I, I do intend to get more into Trump's town hall last night with a couple of clips and tell you what was going on there. I'm going to try to get to the rest of this news today, but we're really going to be focusing on this hearing, at least the rest of this hour. And I'd still like for you to hear the opening statements from Gary Shipley and from Joseph Ziegler, the IRS whistleblowers today as well, because I think that is very important for you to hear uh, let's see, guys. Is that Democrat still? Is that is the Democrat? She's still talking. Hmm. All right. So let's just do this then. I need to be very economical with my time today, and let's pay some bills around here, ladies and gentlemen. July is Patriot Pride Month at InfowarsStore.com. So that means big savings on top-rated, top-selling products. 
like Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra, both 50% off. As you know, I always have my Brain Force Plus and Brain Force Ultra right here on the desk so I can get maximum focus, maximum mental energy, clarity before I do a three hour show. Prebiotic fiber, 50% off. Immune support formula, 50% off. Organic greens, fiber caps, 50% off. This is all at InfoWarsStore.com. Ultimate fish oil, 40% off. Ultimate bone broth, 40% off. Down and out liquid sleep support, 40% off. Don't forget about our ultimate krill oil, 30% off. Turbo Force Plus, 25% off. Along with Survival Shield X3, Vitamin D3 gummies, Whole Food Multivitamin, all 25% off. All Dr. Jones Naturals products, all InfoWars Platinum products, also 25% off. All InfoWars MD products, a lot of top-rated top sellers in there as well, 30% off all of those products. And of course, all our emergency food, our water filtration and air filtration products are all 10% off as well. All right, before we go to this break, here's Joe Biden's presidency in a nutshell. He does an interview with NBC News. He has his handler right there in the room with him, and then he still blows it in clip four. But can we level set in terms of the soul of America? Right now, hate crimes are on the rise. Random acts of gun violence. Women are under attack. Mr. President? I'll I'll do one. The answer is yes, because that's why we can't let, well, um, we cannot let this election be one where the same man who was president four years ago uh, becomes president again. So even with the handler in there, he still fumbles It's been three years since we had it. We got it back in stock, the amazing 30 parts per million, highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses, back in stock, limited supply, InfoWarsStore.com, 30% off. And it's a very limited supply, but we have it back, InfoWarsStore.com, silver bullet, colloidal silver, the InfoWars Live silver bullet, colloidal silver has returned. Silver bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five-star reviews. Infowarstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to Infowarstore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some turbo force, some brain force, and some brain force ultra. Infowars.com forward slash show. Cut through the liner. Let's go right back to the hearing live right now, Washington, D.C., the IRS whistleblowers on the Biden crime family. After that, uh, the uh, senior leadership quickly uh, 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 trumped CT Council, and they concurred with the charges, so we, we sent it forward to the Department of Justice Tax Division for, for further approval. And Mr. Ziegler? Everything that he just said was correct. Now, Mr. Shapley, you recommended felony charges in the special agent report, and we all know the answer, but was Hunter Biden ultimately charged with those felonies? No, he was not. Mr. Ziegler, what role did Leslie Wolf play in the investigation? So she was an assistant United States attorney out of the District of Delaware assigned to the investigation. You met with her and her team during the Hunter Biden case, correct? That is correct. In your testimony to Ways and Means, you describe Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf, who was once again overseeing uh, the case out of Delaware, as saying during a meeting that she did not want to ask about the big guy and stated she didn't want to ask questions about dad. 
Is that statement accurate? And I want to remind you that you're All right, under here, Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make an economical decision here with my time because I think Mr. Letourner might get a little redundant, and I would rather air Marjorie Taylor Greene's session for you right now. So, guys, let's go to clip 24. This is Marjorie Taylor Greene's full-time pulling out the Biden laptop images and just, <laughs> I mean, pun intended, shoving it down the Democrats' throats. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Before we begin, I would like to let the committee and everyone watching at home that parental discretion is advised. Anytime I would you also have like to remind around, everyone that on our oversight X-rated. committee, we provide oversight into all parts of the federal government, including their Department of Justice and their, their willingness to prosecute and their unwillingness to prosecute and whether it's politically motivated. Um, I would also like to say that when evidence and proof of a crime is presented, no prosecution should be denied, no matter who the person is. Uh, To the whistleblowers today, I thank both of you for your courage to come to the committee today and your commitment to to truth. Uh, I have great respect for it, so thank you. I would like to talk with you both about Hunter Biden and his tax write-offs with his law firm, Owasco. I would like to ask uh, Mr. Ziegler, when did you start your investigation and your testimony? It was November 2018. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes, that's correct. Thank you. During your testimony with the House with the House Ways and Means Committee, you stated that through bank records, you identified Hunter Biden was paying prostitutes related to a potential prostitution ring. Is that correct? Yes or no? Yes, that's correct. I've also reviewed that those same bank reports, commonly referred to as SARS, suspicious activity reports, and I'm very troubled by them. We read thousands of them in the Treasury. This particular excerpt from a SARS report talks about human trafficking uh, and in regards to Hunter Biden and Owasco and, and payments he was making. What's even more troubling to me is that the Department of Justice has brought no charges against Hunter Biden that will vindicate the rights of these women who are clearly victims under the law. Um, I would like to talk about in your prior testimony, you stated that the prosecutorial team was investigating violations of the Mann Act. Is that correct, Mr. Ziegler? That is correct. Regarding the Mann Act, if a person is transported across state lines for sexual activity, such as prostitution, that could be a violation of a federal law. Is that correct? Uh, I actually recently looked at the federal law regarding Mann Act, and I believe that that is correct, but I would refer you to the DOJ manual. Thank you. I would like to uh, present this to the committee. This is showing Hunter Biden paying for a victim's United flight from L.A. to Dulles. This was a, I believe this is a violation of the Mann Act. This is Hunter Biden's, this is his uh, proof that he bought the ticket. He bought it for this woman right here. Um, she, he flew her from Los Angeles to Washington on June 14th, flew her back to uh, Los Angeles, California on June 15th of 2018. And I would like to um, point out that if he was purchasing her a plane ticket for sex and traveling across state lines, do you believe that to be a violation of the Mann Act, Mr. Ziegler? 
So I can talk to specifically what's in my tran or what's in my transcript regarding the Man Act. So I know we were compiling the information together. Yes, but Mr. Ziegler, travel as as the law states by the by the code of the law, it states traveling, paying someone to go across state lines is is prostitution. It's a violation of the Man Act. Let me just move on just one more one more second here. Uh, so when her, when Hunter Biden paid for this woman to do this with him, to travel across state lines from California to Washington, D.C. on June 15th. This is a violation of the Mann Act. This was prostitution. Let me continue. Did Hunter Biden also use his company, Owasco PC, to pay prostitutes? Can you hold on one second? Chairman? Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll give you this additional time back. Thank you. They're going through his testimony here to see what, what he can say accurately about that. So regarding Man Act violations, what we can do is, given by the statute, uh, we can turn those over to the House Ways and Means Committee, and then we can tur- they, they can decide to vote to turn them over to you. Regarding Man Act. Thank you, Mr. Ziegler. Um, so talking about Hunter Biden using his company, Owasco PC, to pay prostitutes, this is also a sp- suspicious activity report showing that victim one, the, the woman that was paid for prostitution that traveled from California to Washington, D.C., paid for by Hunter Biden, this is a, an excerpt from a SARS report that we've read in the Treasury, and I think you, you all have looked at these too, showing that victim one was supposedly an employee of Owasco. Um, but, but I would like to point out, this is not really what most paralegals do for law firms. Um, Again, it's Hunter Biden's and, uh, and it's very serious videos and that Hunter images. Biden was paying this woman through his law firm and then writing it off as business tax exemptions. Most most people write off, uh, you know, their ta- write off things for their taxes through their businesses, like a meal or uh, say office supplies. Um, but can you confirm for me? that Hunter Biden had written off payments to prostitutes through his law firm, Owasco? I appreciate the question given by the statute. Uh, I'm limited in my testimony today, and I I respectfully would need to turn those records over to the House Ways and Means Committee. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Ziegler. One last last question. By the Uh, way, they are going to turn those documents over. One of the assistants as West Coast assistant. I believe this is the West Coast assistant. Could you agree with that? So I can tell you that there were deductions for what we believe to be escorts, and then that $10,000 golf club membership, yes, that was not a golf club membership. That was for a sex club payment. That was for a sex club payment. Um, payments such as this through from from Hunter Biden to prostitutes. Now she shows the bank um, records. Also, Mr. Shapley. Come on. Mr. Chairman, um, we're at 1 minute and 53 seconds over. As long as Ms. Ocasio-Cortez can get equal time, I, she can I, keep going. I, I will uh, let, let uh, Ms. Green wrap up uh, five seconds, and thank then uh, I'll give Mr. Mifume additional time. Thank, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, Mr. Shapley, you, you started an investigation into Hunter Biden, codenamed Sportsman, which opened in November of 2018. 
Um, it, it was an offshoot of an investigation the IRS was conducting into a foreign-based amateur online pornography platform. Um, this this is evidence of of Hunter Biden making sex. Excuse me, this is my time. Becoming, making um, pornography. Should we be displaying this, Mr. Chairman, in the committee? Get a lady's time's expired. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. The Democrats, and I'm sorry, excuse me for the sordid details of what was just on the screen, but you're telling me that the Democrats in that hearing didn't like seeing images of Hunter Biden shoving women's heads onto his penis? They didn't like Hunter Biden grabbing women's heads and shoving them down on his laptop that he's apparently paying for with his business money and writing it off as a tax exemption? They didn't like that, huh? Well, I wonder why. It's been three years since we had it. We got it back in stock. The amazing 30 parts per million, highest quality colloidal silver and all the great things and all the great uses. Back in stock, limited supply, Infowarstore.com, 30% off. And it's a very limited supply, but we have it back. Infowarstore.com, silver bullet, colloidal silver. The Infowars Live silver bullet, colloidal silver has returned. Silver bullet is the answer to Alex's extensive search for a powerful colloidal silver product that utilizes high-quality processes to ensure for a truly unique product that has applications for both preparedness and regular use. It is amazing. It's got thousands of reviews, five-star reviews. Infowarsstore.com. Silver Bullet returns to Infowarsstore.com. And while you're there, get some super female vitality, some turbo force, some brain force, and some brain force ultra. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point-blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, I'm going to try to air as much as their opening statements as I can. They're live again right now. Let's pick up the live feed, and, and we'll try to make it all possible. But, but no matter what, I will make sure the entire opening statements are on the War Rooms channel at band.video. But let's go back live to the hearing. And that it was like, okay, that's what they decided to do. Have you either of you ever seen anything like that before? In your decades of experience. And gentlemen, time's expired, but please feel free to answer the question. No, I, I have not. I have not either. Well, I want to thank you. I think you're both excellent public servants and you're courageous. And justice is the only thing I want to be blind. Not our Democratic colleagues, not the legacy media, and certainly not top administration officials. Mr. Chairman, I yield back. 
Chair, recognize Mr. Goldman from New York. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. I'd love to get the extra minute that Mr. Fallon got as well. You know the rules. As soon as he says Um, Trump. Thank you guys for being here today. Uh, We don't have a lot of time here. I have a lot of questions. If I cut you off, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just trying to get through them. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, the the evidence you did have. Um, Mr. Ziegler, you were the case agent. So how many documents uh, did did you say, would you say you gathered during the five-year investigation? So, however, I do believe I may have documents. I am um, limited by the statute, but I b- would be more than welcome to turn those documents. No, no I don't need them. How many? Just the number. It was a significant amount of documents. I apologize. Hundreds of thousands? Millions? I don't, I don't want to put a number to it, but there was a lot. Right. Uh, bank records, right? You had a lot of bank records? Yes. Both domestic and foreign? That is correct. And you conducted search warrants? Uh, yes, th- th- there was reference in our transcripts to conducting electronic search warrants. And did you do other search warrants as well? When you say other search warrants, what do you mean? Any other search warrants, electric, otherwise physical? Uh, so I'm going to stick to what I stated in my transcript. There were multiple electronic search warrants. And you said that executed. you conducted more than 60 interviews as part of this investigation. Is that right? In your That is correct. That's a lot for any investigation, right? Uh, for a tax I w- investigation? I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I would say that. All right, more- in my 10 years, I don't know how many uh, investigations I did with 60 interviews. Um, so I want to focus, though, for a second on the, the WhatsApp that we went through. Um, and uh, Mr. Shapley, in your testimony, you, uh, your opening statement, you said that the text message, the WhatsApp message that we've been talking about, shows Hunter Biden discussing business with his father. Could you show me where in the text message it, it uh, says anything about discussing business with Joe Biden? Oh, please read the text. Please read the whole thing. So if you'd like me to go through it, I mean, I can take time to review it if you'd like me to. Please well, do. Well, I don't have the time, unfortunately, as you point out. Oh. I will tell you the only thing it says about it is that Hunter Biden was sitting with his father. It does not say anything about discussing any business. Wow. And Mr. Chapley, you also said in your testimony, um, and we talked about this a bunch, that the agents were prohibited from pursuing this leads is not a black related pen. to I'm not wearing uh, a black Infowars shirt. And the big guy. Um, I don't have a black band on my watch. Anyway, right? That is just clown world. The, the ag- interviewing Rob Walker. Agents interviewed Rob Walker. And they asked him about that, right? The word big. Right. They, they didn't use the word big guy, but they asked about it in reference to that, that text. And um, do you recall that Rob Walker actually said in response to that, that he was not aware that Joe Biden was ever a part of anything that he and Hunter were doing? That's what the uh, witness said, yes. Yes. And then you describe a lunch, what we uh, talked about earlier, where uh, Joe Biden came to say hello at the Four Seasons Hotel to a lunch that he was having with CEFC executives, right? That's correct. But what you didn't talk about is uh, what Rob Walker said the origination of that lunch was. And you testified that he said to, to, that Hunter told his dad, according to Rob Walker, quote, I may be trying to start a company or try to do something with these guys. Now, let me ask you something. That doesn't sound much like Joe Biden was involved in whatever Hunter Biden was doing with the CEFC if Hunter Biden is telling him that he's trying this is to just do business insulting. with them, does it? 
No, but it does show that he said he told his father he was trying to do business. Yeah, there's like literally all these texts, 10 percent for the big guy, you know, dad, age, everything. And then he's just like, because it's not in one message, he's acting like it doesn't exist. Connecting Joe Biden to any of Hunter Biden's business deal. You actually had proof that he wasn't involved. That is the proof that you had. And in the end of the day, that this was a five-year criminal investigation with tens of thousands of documents, maybe hundreds of thousands, unusual warrants, aggressive techniques. You wrote a report recommending felony charges. It went to DOJ tax. They wrote a 99-page memo of approval. And neither of you saw that, did you? That's correct. That is correct. And what uh, what was their recommendation? So all I know Approval, discretion, or declination? So from, I have to stick to the confines. Okay, you, of, you testified that it was discretion, which means that it was to, it wasn't an approval. It was to the discretion of the U.S. Attorney's Office, which had that DOJ tax memo, which had information from the defense lawyers that they spoke with, and they are the ones who have to prove this case in court. And I will tell you, as a the federal prosecutor lawyers, they got for tipped 10 off, years, folks. and I they worked got with tipped many off. of your colleagues who do great work, and I'm sure you do great work as well. But I never met an agent who didn't want to charge every possible case. But what I notice in five hours of testimony today is that neither one of you has ever mentioned a a portion of the case that may not be so strong or may be suspect or may have a defense. And that's because that's what the prosecutor has to think about before charging a case. And that is not what the special agent report does. So, Gentlemen, so, time yeah. already went a minute over. Chair now recognizes Mr. Perry from He didn't say Trump. He actually did it without chairman. saying Trump. Mr. Shapley, if you can turn to page 30 of your transcript, then I want to say to Mr. Shapley and, and, and Mr. Ziegler, we sure appreciate you coming forward. I think, look. We've heard of alleged so-called whistleblowers in the past. They, they couldn't reveal themselves, uh, and it led to an improper impeachment of a president that was unjustified and unsubstantiated. So I really do credit you. I think this has probably very, been very, very difficult and a hard choice for you to make, but, um, but I think it was the right one, and I commend you for it. Mr. Shapley, page uh, 30 of your transcript, uh, let me see, uh, middle of the page, last sentence, second paragraph, starting with every single day. Every single day was a battle to do our jobs. Now, I understand that in Congress, but you're following the letter of the law. You're taking in information. You're doing prescribed. You do this, you do this, and you get that. Why is your day? That's a chilling line. What did you mean when you said that? So yeah, every time we tried to communicate investigative steps and get support for investigative steps, it was always it was always slow walked. It was always pushed off that we needed a, a pins a DOJ public integrity's approval or DOJ OEO's approval, and uh, it was just used as a crush. The process was really used to uh, to stall the investigation, and um, you know ultimately as uh, you know and these which which some people seem to be overlooking is that these prosecutors agreed with these charges. And, and you finally reached your red line. You said previous in, in asking, answer Mr. Fallon's question, you were seeking justice. I believe you were. I, I don't think you were picking winners and losers, just seeking to see who's following the rules. You finally reached your red line October 7th of 2022 at the meeting with U.S. Attorney Weiss. Is that a reasonable characterization? Yeah, that's correct. 
what did you mean when you say you reached your red line? So, so throughout the, the investigation starting uh, in the summer of 2020, um, my uh, uh, case agents were coming to me with certain concerns. And uh, uh, because we were worried about the, the discovery process, uh, with agents turning over documents at the end of the investigation. We wanted to protect that investigation. So I, I documented uh, 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 them on a recurring basis, uh, issues that we we're having. Um, and uh, it was after discussions with my agents. I also saw these things firsthand. So uh, so we got to the point, it's a heavy burden. Like I have a very deep respect for the Department of Justice and uh, AUSAs and US attorneys I've worked with in the past. And uh, I, I just couldn't, it, to, to ultimately conclude that they were doing the wrong thing was just such a high burden. Yeah, you concluded that. And and Mr. Ziegler, your red line, I think you said, I don't want to mischaracterize, mischaracterize, is a little later, December 14, 2020, when AUSA Wolf tips off the Biden Council about your plan to search the uh, the storage unit. Is that is that right or yeah, absolutely, because that storage unit, the, the method that we were planning to do was the least intrusive. It was a storage unit. We wanted to get, we, we, need, or we needed to get those records. And again, you were just seeking justice, right? Seeking the truth. Absolutely. Truth's going to take wherever it takes you. Make decisions based on what you learn. Turning back to you, Mr. Shapley, what was your agency's leadership's response when you tried to alert officials outside your chain of command? So most recently, when uh, when Special Agent Ziegler uh, in, uh, emailed right. the commissioner, we're up against a break here. Uh, a couple short breaks. We're going to pick this back up live in uh, 90 seconds. We may have to move on to some other news, but we'll keep covering it live for the time being. You're going to want to pay attention to what I'm about to say in the next 60 seconds. Two new incredible products are now available exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com. They are both clones of national best-selling products from a major pharmaceutical slash supplement maker that are listeners and patriots that are allowing us to private label it at a lower price you'll find in stores. It's Joint Relief Max and Nerve Renew. Both of these have known documented natural compounds to lower pain and to also make your nerves healthier, which is one of the major reasons nerves get irritated and are more inductive to pain. There's major research behind this all. You need to get Joint Relief Max from InfoWars MD and Nerve Renew from InfoWars MD exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Introducing them both, 25% off. You'll find them exclusively at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund our operations. 